This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Tuesday, September 14th. Thank you guys for joining us. And we just heard Dua Lipa yesterday. We made the big announce. Dua Lipa coming to the T-Mobile Arena March 25th of next year. And tickets go on sale this Friday. If you want to win tickets, we're going to actually have tickets all week long. Uh, Heather and Sean will have tickets. So today is Tuesday. That means Heather's going to have a pair for you. Sean will have a pair uh, tomorrow. And uh, they'll both have a pair actually tomorrow. So you want to check that out. Win your tickets to see Dua Lipa. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for all the check-ins this morning. How are you this morning? What a football game last night. Oh, my gosh. Just watching it was insanity. I couldn't imagine what it was like being inside that stadium last night. Yeah, it was a great time uh, at the Raiders-Ravens game last night. If you were there, you know it was a crazy game. Went into overtime. We'll talk more about that in what's trending this morning because Raider Nation is most certainly trending. But the first regular season game with fans in the building, and it was a blast. Even as someone who is not considered a a Raiders fan, uh, a Las Vegas fan, not a Raiders fan, we had a great time, and it was a great game. There were a lot of, uh, I have to say, uh, you know, the Ravens fans represented themselves well. There were quite a few in our section, at least. But, yeah, it was a really good time. Last night, yeah, just watching that game is like what what a statement game. Your first game in that stadium with the full house, first game with fans, and and just what a way, what a welcoming party last night for the fans and for everyone that was watching the game last night. Had to be one of the most exciting Monday night football games, at least in the past ten years. It was, uh, it was such, it, it was there's so much energy in that building. My boy Ice Cube performed during halftime in that building. I was so excited about that. Uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. We actually left early because I had to wake up early and I had a bunch of work. I had to do and so it's fourth quarter and, and my husband's like all right let's go and I'm like no you I know you know this is exciting we can stay a little longer he's like you just say the word when you need to go we will go and I was like okay so then they like they tied it up and I'm just like oh my gosh I cannot make him leave right now this is crazy and uh finally I was just like I'm so sorry he's like don't be sorry he's like I knew this when we were coming that yeah. we were gonna have to leave early yeah. so so we ended up leaving listening it to it in the car we got home with two minutes left in the game two minute uh warning and we were like oh wow what's gonna happen so then it looked like 
you know, th- th- it just got crazy. And then it went into overtime. So we're like intently watching it from home. I can't imagine what those last few minutes were like in the stadium. I was hearing stories this morning because you know, the, the Ravens go up with the field goal and then the Raiders come back and, and they kick that field goal to tie the game to go into overtime. And next thing you know, the Raiders have the ball, they're driving down and they score the touchdown. At least everyone thinks they scored the touchdown to the point where the, both teams were on the field. Derek Carr was talking to the quarterback and it's like everyone's thinking the game is over. And I heard stories this morning where at that point, fans in the stadium are like, all right, let's go. We won, let's go home. And they start making their way out into the lobby and they start seeing everyone kind of gathering around the TVs, figuring that people just are watching highlights and they realize, oh no, wait, that's not a touchdown. And then the interception, wow, it was just incredible last night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun when we left. Our, we get to know the people in our section. They're like, where are you going? And I'm like, I, I gotta wake up early. <laughs> They're like, no, you can't go. And I was like, I, I just I gotta get out of here. But it was a lot of fun and if you were there you know. So great start to the Raiders season for all you Raider fans out there. It was a it was a fun one last night. That is for sure. Yeah, I don't think you can ask for any other way to start the season than with that win last night. Yeah. Scene, after the game too, John Gruden, John Gruden and video of John Gruden walking around, or not walking, running around in excitement, just high-fiving all the fans that were in the stadium and stuff. It just went away for the team to start last yeah, night. Yeah, so that was a good night yesterday for for that. Uh, how It sounds like you just watched the game last night. You have a good day yesterday. Yeah, it was a kind of busy day, uh, back and forth, doing a bunch of things. I had the TV show last night and then um, got home from that and decided not to go to the gym. Just kind of the same thing. Had a lot of work to get done. The next, like, Two, three weeks from we were just super busy. So I'm like, I'm going to stay in, skip the gym, kind of have the game on in the background, watch the game, get some caught up on some work last night. So it was a nice night. That football game was an added plus. Yeah, that's a nice way to uh, kind of sit back and relax, tune out everything. So, okay, well, let's start the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Connected by Stereo MCs? If you make sure you're connected, the writing's on the wall. But if your mind's neglected, stumble, you might fall, stumble, you might fall. Do you want to hear I'll Buy You a New Life by Everclear? I will buy you that big house, way up in the West Hills. I will buy you a new life. Yes, I will. Or do you want to hear Daughters by John Mayer? Father's bigger to your daughters. Daughters will love like you do. Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. You can do it a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page. Or you can text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Daughters to some others be good to your daughters too. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, Drake continues to be a chart beast. Nine of the top ten tracks on the Hot 100 this week are from his new album, Certified Lover Boy. And this includes the number one song in the country, which is Way Too Sexy. I'm too sexy for this syrup. Too sexy for your girl. Too sexy for this world. Too sexy for this ice. Too sexy for that jack. Check this out. The only non-Drake song in the top ten belongs to the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. Stay is number six. Drake, uh, he actually captured the entire top five, which is something only the Beatles did before him, and they did that back in 1964. Yeah, this can you tell how long we've been waiting for this album to come out <laughs> and how excited people were when it finally dropped? I mean, that... 
That is surprising that he was able to capture so many spots, but not surprising that it's been so successful so far. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, by the way, Drake extends his record, uh, the most top tens to 54, and that's well ahead of Madonna, who is second with 38 top 10 hits. So Drake is just unstoppable right now. Pete Davidson and Kaylee Cuoco, they might be a thing now. So they're making a romantic comedy together called Meet Cute. But sources on the set seem to think that there's something going on. They say it's clear there's some kind of attraction there. You can see the chemistry. It's all people could talk about on set of this movie. And then there was the day that they spent at Six Flags in New Jersey. And a lot of people thought they were filming stuff for the movie that day. But it turns out that had nothing to do with the movie. That was just an outing by themselves. And you can really see the chemistry between them and photos that were taken by paparazzi. And back then, there was no indication that Kaylee and her husband were kind of on the outs. But we know better now. So a lot of people are saying that look for them to come out as, as a couple pretty soon. Yeah. I've seen so many pictures of them hanging out, so it looks like they do enjoy each other's company. Yeah. Uh, This is interesting, though. On social media, it looks like things are cool between Kaylee and her ex, Carl Cook. So they're both equestrians, and Carl just had some big wins over the weekend. And the place that held the competition posted results on Instagram, and Kaylee, she liked the post, and she commented with a bunch of hearts and raised hand emojis. So she's still supporting her soon-to-be ex-husband. Jeff Bezos might be buying the Denver Broncos. So apparently there's some issues with the family that owns the team. And if it's not sorted out, the team could be up for sale next year. The Broncos are worth $4 billion. There are two names that are rumored as potential buyers. One is Jeff Bezos and the other is Jay-Z. A little note here. Jeff Bezos could buy every NFL team and still have $90 billion in the bank. Please don't. Please don't, Jeff Bezos. Please don't. You don't want Bezos to No. No. Please. (laughs) Jay-Z. Fine. <laughs> no, Jeff Bezos. Here's the thing, though. Jay-Z buys it. He's got to get some some other backing and some other capital. Yeah, involved. Jeff Bezos can be like yeah. this. Someone broke it down, so the team is worth $4 billion. To put it in comparison, it would be like the average median family spending less than $2,500 for the team. Oh, I'll buy the team for $2,500 <laughs> if they take that. <laughs> hey, guys. And this I thought this was interesting. The news broke of Bezos potentially buying the team for, you know, he's not even blinking at this price for him. It broke on the 26th anniversary on the first ever story that went to print about Amazon. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And then last one here, BTS and Coldplay. They're teaming up for a new single called My Universe. The track is sung in both English and Korean. It was written by Coldplay and BTS. It will be released on September 24th, serving as the second single to Coldplay's upcoming album, Music of the, uh, Music of the Spheres. So new music coming from Coldplay and BTS. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1481. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It is Tuesday, September 14th. Thank you guys for joining us. Big win last night for the Las Vegas Raiders. Everyone is talking about it this morning. It is all over the place. And they said Vegas couldn't handle another professional sports team. Vegas won't support it. It's just not going to happen, you guys. I mean, we got the hockey team. We're lucky that took off. And it only took off because they did so well their first season. I mean, come on. That's all the stuff that I hear from my friends out of state. I just wanted to call them last night. I'm like, hmm. Guess you were wrong about that one, huh? Yeah, they, not just the win, just the, like the stadium was packed. 
There's so many people there. Like 65,000 fans. And I saw one of those fans was Ryan Reeves last night. He was at the game last night, seeing him in the owner's box last night. And I remember him, him saying, I, I talked to him right before he left town. I did an interview with him and asked him about, you know, is he bummed that he's, he's going to miss the Raiders now that he's out of town? He's a huge Raiders fan. He's like, I will be back for game one regardless of what's going on. And then I saw he posted last night. He's just walking out with a sea of Raiders fans. There's like thousands and thousands of Raiders fans. And there's Ryan Reeves just like strutting out with the rest of the fans. Yeah, he, on, was, he was uh, in, in the owner's box. He was sitting with... Uh, uh, with Mark Davis and I want to say Reggie Jackson. Reggie like, Jackson yeah, was there, yeah. Yeah, and then um, a bunch of the Golden Knights were there. Mark Stone was there, Shai Theodore, uh, Alex Tuck was there. Um, some other Raiders I couldn't tell because they were wearing hats, but or not Raiders, uh, Golden Knights. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, there was a ton of people, the Las Vegas Aces players, a bunch of them were there. Uh, it was, yeah, it was just uh, a lot of fun last night. If you were there, you uh, you know the energy was just insane in that building. And I have to say, getting in, yeah, there was a little traffic getting in, but, I mean, what do you expect? It, it, the traffic wasn't nearly as bad as some of the traffic I've dealt with at, for other football games in other cities and then getting out we did leave early we did leave before the overtime uh situation so we were out of there i got home in 15 minutes from the stadium so it was very easy to get out for us and i think it's the best way to describe it the overtime situation you think you think they won you think they won the game it's a touchdown he's in celebration begins and you hear the hear the referee the game is not over the game is not over we're reviewing the play the players didn't hear that throughout they're celebrating and then you know clearly went off the field and we all saw what happened next the interception but we ended up or we they ended up winning the game last night and I just think that was a statement game for the Raiders last night like this is Allegiant Stadium we're going to fill it up with 65,000 fans this is how we play football that, that to me that just set set the bar for the for the rest of the time at Allegiant Stadium yeah it was a it was a fun time last night and uh, I noticed like I mean I just thought the people at least in our section everyone was having a great time everyone was friendly even if they were a Ravens fan everyone was still you know they were they were jawing at each other my husband and a, a some other guy who was a fan of the Ravens were going back and forth and it's not because my uh, husband's a huge Raiders fan it was because this guy would not shut up like he he kept yelling at um, Josh Jacobs who I actually really really like um, he's like little man little man can't do it little man can't do it and so when, at one point Josh Jacobs scores my husband turns down he goes not bad for a little man <laughs> and the guy's like oh yeah hey knuckles and so it was it was actually a good time there was a fight in my section and that was another situation but um everything was fine and it just it took security a long time to get there we're like hello is anyone gonna show up and then finally they came down but at that point it was already done so. you know, do they fight to the finish with it do they fight it, wasn't like, it was more like yelling at each other's faces and people keep pulling them apart uh-huh. so they didn't fight but um yeah, it, it was like three people away from me. So it actually kind of startled me yeah. at first. And my husband literally grabbed my shoulders and moved me to the side. He's like, get out of the way. Uh-huh. And then he stood there and like guarded me. Just He goes, I've seen fights like that. They just kind of t- tend to move to the side. And he's like, I didn't want him to come to your side. And so I was like, yeah. And everything turned out to be fine. One, the guy, one of the guys got kicked out. I don't know if the other guy did. But um, it was a really fun time last night. I didn't notice. It. I was at Allegiant Stadium for SummerSlam, and I didn't notice them. I know they have them at T-Mobile and a bunch of other places as well. Do they have the text? 
the text number you can text. If no, not if that I saw. No. If there's an incident going on in your area or a loud fan or something, some of these stadiums have a, a text line where you don't have to get up and call security. You can just send a text message like, hey, I'm in section 202, row three, and there's some drunk guy here who's just kind of losing his mind. And those you know, security will come over and take a look at things for you. And I like that option instead of having to get up and find a security guard. You just grab your phone and send a text message. Yeah, they didn't have that. Um, Ice Cube was there. So there, I, I said, yay, yay, and hope that that would get him there. And yeah. it did not. Uh, it did not. It did not show up. It works in other stadiums. Um, I, yeah, I try it everywhere I go, just hoping Ice Cube will pop out of nowhere. But he, he performed, and that was awesome. At the grocery store, you say that, hoping he's going to pop yeah, around I'm the like, corner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no? Okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, today's show. We'll talk more about that game. I mean, I think we were talking about that all week long. Um, on today's show, though, you're going to Disneyland. 940, we've got your tickets, a four-pack of tickets to Disneyland. Halloween time is back at the Disneyland Resort. Heather was out there yesterday and just sharing so many pictures on social media. I mean, you're going to have so much fun when you go to Disneyland. 940 on those. And then up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Well, like I said, the Raiders just won, baby. We're going to talk more about that game. Also, Disney wants you back in the theaters and the best gift for fans of ranch dressing. We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. It's Ed Sheeran. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Our Four Corners food drive is back, and it's all to benefit Three Square. It's starting this Thursday. We're doing things different this year, telethon style. You can get all the information on our website, Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Well, we've talked about it a lot this morning, but Raider Nation is certainly trending this morning. Last night, the Raiders took on the Ravens for Monday Night Football. It was the first regular season game at Allegiant Stadium with fans. Baltimore took the early lead, 14 to nothing, and then a 17 to 10 lead going into the fourth quarter. The Las Vegas countered with two touchdowns with six minutes and four seconds left. The Ravens hit a 47-yard field goal with 42 seconds left, but Derek Carr's two completions set up Daniel Carlson's 55-yard game-tying field goal with two seconds left. Well, then the Raiders went on offense, and they won the coin toss. They took the ball down the field only to throw an interception in the end zone. Baltimore took possession, turned it over, and Derek Carr threw a bomb to Zay Jones to win the game 33-27. to How many people that were at the game thought the game was over when they scored that touchdown? We, we, everyone thought they scored a touchdown last night, and it seemed like a lot of fans were getting up. The teams were on the field. Hey, game's over. Uh-uh-uh. No touchdown here. Let's keep on playing. It was intense. Yeah, it was a, it was a great game and a great outcome for the first game with fans inside Allegiant Stadium. Also, this morning, Disney is trending. So Disney is banking on people hitting the theater once again. That's why they have just announced that the remaining films that are being released by Disney this year are going to come out in theaters and only theaters. Movies include The Last Duel, Ron's Gone Wrong, and Eternals. They're going to be in theaters for at least 45 days. Others following that schedule include West Side Story and The King's Man, which both come out in December. That's interesting because Scarlett Johansson right now with uh, Black Widow is currently suing Disney because they released the movie on the, the streaming services as well as the, the the movie theaters on the same weekend. And she feels like she lost on box lost out on box office revenue. And she did because of that. And now going forward, they're not going to have that option anymore. Yeah, and so I think they worked out a deal where she's going to get some portion of oh, uh, the streaming or, or something. I'm not sure how that, that's going to work out. But um, yeah, people, and I think people are getting a little more comfortable going back into the movie theaters too. And there really isn't anything like the movie theater experience. It's been nice. It's been convenient to have them at home. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's just something about going to the theater. It makes it an 
an event. It's a lot of fun. So looks like Disney is trying to get you back over there. Also trending this morning is Apple event. So Apple is expected to unveil its new line of iPhones today. Industry insiders believe the company will roll out the iPhone 13 the AirPods 3, and the Apple Watch 7. There's a big live event today. It's taking place virtually again this year due to COVID. Uh, They're also saying new MacBooks could be part of the mix, but for all of you Apple nerds, I know you're anxiously awaiting. The countdown is on for the big Apple event happening today. My wife two or three phones behind, and she was was available for an upgrade. She just got the upgrade, and she's got the new iPhone 12 like two weeks ago, and now a new one is coming out today. Yeah, but that always happens, and then if you don't have any Anything uh, that's a 12 or higher, you can expect your phone to start running slower. Yes, <laughs> it yep. just always uh-huh. happens. And then finally, this morning, Hidden Valley Ranch is trending. So they're celebrating Halloween this year with a couple of debuts. They have debuted a Hidden Valley Ranch costume. Starting yesterday, the costume, along with an add-on pizza costume, because you know nothing goes better with pizza than a little bit of ranch dressing. They're all available for purchase at the Hidden Valley Ranch shop. 40 bucks for the ranch costume, 35 bucks for the pizza costume and then for the trick-or-treater that is a fan of the ranch you may want to pick up some hidden valley ranch halloween treat size packets yes they're packets of ranch dressing for trick-or-treaters they say no tricks here (laughs) just treat size packets of creamy delicious hidden valley ranch give those halloween trick-or-treaters a scary good surprise that they'll never forget uh each order comes with 30 packets so you can get them at hiddenvalley.com and that is what's trending just the way Parmalee featuring Blanco Brown on Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. We were talking about the story and what's trending, how Hidden Valley Ranch, they just uh, started selling Hidden Valley Ranch Halloween costumes. So you can dress up as a bottle of, of ranch dressing and it comes with there's a pizza costume that you can get with it. And I made the comment, oh, there's nothing better than dipping your pizza in ranch dressing. And we just got a text here at 702-364-9400 that says ranch and pizza. Ew. Try ranch and blue cheese dressing 100 times better. And I was like, okay, first of all, ranch and, and pizza is not ooh, but you know, obviously personal preference. But I will say I am intrigued about the ranch dressing or the, the blue cheese dressing instead. That does not sound bad. That actually sounds really good. And I'm going to try that next time. But I think when it just comes down to sauces in general, sauces, dips, condiments, all of those, if we lump them all together, what's the best one? It's got to be ranch, right? It's so versatile. You can put it on... You can dip it. You can you can put it on salads. You can I don't know. It's just you, veggies, chips, pizza. You can use it for anything. Chicken. It's perfect. It's the best. It's the best dip out there. It's definitely top five for sure. Definitely top five. But is there anything better than ranch? Would you can is, is horseradish considered? A sauce, or is that more like a spread? Is that even in the same world as when you're talking about best sauces and dips? I don't put it in the same okay. world. That's okay. just me. But would you say that's the best? Did you use horseradish as a dip? I used to. Well, I, used to, I remember as a, as, as like a teen, and when I first moved out on my own, I would always have horseradish in the fridge, and I put on a lot of stuff. And I just, I don't know, I just got away from it. And then this past summer, I did a lot of meat this past summer. And a couple of restaurants that we went to in Wyoming, they had horseradish, and I put horseradish on top of my meat. And then I had a potato salad. This past summer that had horseradish inside of it, and it gave it a nice little kick. But if I don't, 
I don't know. Is, is horseradish considered a sauce or more like a spread? So I think I would take that out of the category. Yeah, I don't know that I would put horseradish in there. I don't like dip my French fries in, yeah. in horseradish or anything like that. But of all the sauces, of all the dips, my vote's for ranch as number one. Because like I said, fries, pizza, chicken, salad. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else. I'm, I'm sure there's a ton of other things, veggies, that you can dip it in and I... The only other sauce that I say is a close contender for, you know, and and I may even say they tie because it's darn, it's so good, is the Raisin Cane sauce for the chicken fingers. Oh, my gosh. That sauce is so good. That sauce is incredible. That is, that's top three for me. I don't know what else. What can you buy that in the store? I don't know. That's and, a good not, question. Raising canes, Mr. Kane. Why? Or no, the canes is actually the dog. I think. Uh, why don't you sell that in the store? Can you buy it at the Raising Canes? Because that sauce is good. Some of that Texas toast dipped in that sauce. It's been a couple years since I had it, but man, that's good stuff. Yeah, I haven't had it in a, a couple years too. So okay, so th- we're getting tons of texts. You can call us to best sauce dip, uh, condiment, most versatile, best one, or if you have any uh, suggestions. For trying things. Hey, try this dipped in this. I love hearing those. I think those, and those are great ideas for Try It Tuesdays. We should do an all dip edition mm-hmm. of Try It Tuesday because we have that coming up later on this morning. It's not dip, but um, I think that would be fun. 702 364 9400. This one says, What is it with you guys dipping your pizza in sauces? Just eat the pizza. There's already tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. And I don't. I'm not one of those people that has to have ranch there, but if I'm having like a salad with it or wings and there's already ranch, I will always dip my crust in it. But it's not it's not a must have. Uh, Frank's Red Hot is by far the best sauce out there. It's a good one. That is a good one. Sriracha, someone says. This one says my two favorite sauces are Chick-fil-A honey mustard and McDonald's hot mustard. Oh, McDonald's hot mustard. I haven't had in years, but that's when I would get nuggets. That's the one I would always get to dip them in. That one is so, so good. Someone says A1 sauce. Okay, Steph, you have a you have something that's a mixture of two sauces. What is it? Oh, and Mercedes, you put me on to those chicken nuggets, those bear chicken nuggets, and I eat those chicken nuggets with Frank's red hot sauce mixed with ranch. Oh, it's the best. Ooh. It's like a buffalo ranch type. That sounds amazing. I have I, okay. I have a confession. Sometimes I'll eat those every day after work. Yeah, I uh, last night we got back from the Raider game and uh, I was starving and I made some of those bear chicken nuggets. <laughs> I was like, these are the best chicken nuggets ever. I can't. I challenge any fast food restaurant to make better chicken nuggets. They are so good. Friday night I had some uh, some French fries with my dinner and, and kind of going on on your world there, Steph. I took. The uh, the tapatio hot sauce, and I mixed it in mayonnaise, so I made a very spicy oh, mayonnaise. Gross. Oh my gosh, Mercedes! Oh. I guess it might be like an aioli or something. It but was so yeah, that good. just sounds so thick. Oh, no, it was. I remember scooping out this big this like I, I scooped the mayonnaise out, put it in, in the bowl, saying to myself, "Man, that is a lot of mayonnaise. There's no way you're gonna finish that." And I put the hot sauce in there, mixed it up, so it's it's, it's kind of like a pinkish color. And then when I was done dinner, I'm like, I started taking my wrap and dipping it in there. I'm like, I like, oh my gosh. I ate all that mayonnaise, but it was good. Um, so we're getting a bunch of texts here. This one says, so the sweet sriracha sauce from Ken from Chick-fil-A. Uh, this says, the horseradish sauce served with the Blooming Onion at Outback Steakhouse. Man, who knew that sauce was so controversial? And there's so many good ones out there. Uh, butter on pizza or sour cream? Butter. I've never done butter on a pizza before. I have not either. 
It, and I want to go, I want to say ew, but part of me is like, that might actually be pretty good. Where would you put horsey sauce from Arby's? I never liked it. I'm, I'm just not a huge horseradish okay. fan, but I think that if you love horseradish, that's probably top top five, that's right? One, yeah. Don't you think? Uh, this one says my two favorite sauces. Oh, no, we got that one. Um, sweet potato fries dipped in caramel. Oh, now we're bringing caramel into the mix. We're bringing in sweet sauces. I see how you guys are. Listen, we, we and we won't knock it because we tried on Try Tuesday yeah. a couple weeks ago. Um, we had ice cream with olive oil on top of it, and it was good. It worked. It was real good. A little bit of sea salt. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm literally going to try almost all of these concoctions that you guys are sending to me. Uh, fry sauce, ketchup mixed with mayo. Yeah, that's that's decent. It's just it's not so much mayo. <laughs> we should print this out. The Mercedes in the morning official sauce Sauces list. Sauces list. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Hey, let's see here. Up next is the hot three. So what do you have for us? Okay, we're going to talk about today's California recall vote. A lot of people talking about that. We'll tell you what's going on. Also, 81% of homeowners say they have done this recently. And a, have you ever gone through your parents or your grandparents' refrigerators, pantries, or medicine cabinets and found something really, really old in there. Wait until you hear what a woman found in grandma's medicine cabinet and she still used it. It's great. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Today is the day. All eyes are on California where voters will decide whether to recall Governor Gavin Newsom. Recent polls show more than 50% of voters are opposed to cutting the Democratic governor's short uh, term short. And Democratic voters outnumber Republicans in the state by more than 5 million. The ballot asks voters if they want to recall. Newsom, and if so, which of the 46 candidates they want to take his place? If more than 50% of voters favor a recall, the candidate with the most votes will be the new governor. While campaigning for Newsom yesterday, President Biden said the outcome could affect the whole country, with California being the largest state that 
absolutely would be true. Polls open in just a few minutes, 11 minutes, Pacific, uh, 7 a.m. Pacific time. They close tonight at 8 o'clock. Yeah, if you're in California going to vote and you're, you're voting to recall them and hopefully you did your research on the 40, 46 other candidates on, on, the, on the ballot. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of yeah, really people is. to look up. And then I was also watching a, a news story about it. They were talking about how a lot of people didn't realize that it, you if okay so that people were thinking if you want to recall him you vote but if you don't want anything you don't vote and the the truth of the matter is like no if you don't want to you still have to vote and let them know because oh you know everybody yeah. has to make their voice heard in that and mm-hmm. so uh we'll see how many people turn out for that also this morning during the pandemic a lot of people spent more time at home watching youtube Avoiding unnecessary contact with strangers. So it's not surprising that do-it-yourself projects have been on the rise. In a new survey, 81% of people who own a home say they have done at least one project since the start of the pandemic. And almost almost half have done more than four. Over 40% say that their do-it-yourself projects were more challenging and expensive than expected. And nearly 80% said they made a minor or a major mistake. Saving money is the main reason that people DIY, but others include having more spare time, thinking it would just be fun, and wanting to learn a new skill. As for inspiration, DIY TV shows did it uh, for a lot of people, but other contributing factors were social media, wanting to prove someone wrong about their ability to do it, Not surprisingly, men outnumbered women in that category. And in a separate survey, 38% of people say they look back on their DIY projects and think, I should not have done that. The riskier DIY projects for amateurs typically involve electric, gas, and water. Electric scares me. Yeah, all of those scare me. I I want a new uh, toilet Mm -hmm. in our in our uh, bathroom in our bedroom i want i I want a new toilet in there this one has been there since before we owned the house and i'm just like i just don't like it i I just want a nicer one and uh i said to my husband i'm like is that something we can do and he's like are you a plumber and i'm like well no but i mean don't you just turn off the water unscrew a couple of bolts put the other one on there and then boom and he's like if you want to try it, you go right ahead. I'm like, well, no, I want your help. And he's like, I would call a plumber. I just don't trust us to do something like that. But the, the plumber will come in. The plumber will work their magic, install that thing within a matter of minutes to get the thing running, make it look so easy. That's why people think they can do yeah. it. The only thing I'll touch in the toilet is that little flanger thingy on the inside that uh, sometimes the chain comes off or the, the rubber seal gets a little bit loose. I changed that once, and I felt so accomplished when I did that. But outside of that, yeah, the plumbing, I'm not going to touch a toilet. Yeah, I guess I should probably ask someone to do that. But it just, you're right. They make it look so easy. I've seen them do that before on our downstairs toilet, and it's like boom, 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 boom. Oh, okay. Um, so what? I bet it, I could find out how to do it on YouTube. I'm sure you can see it on YouTube. But you just have to make sure. Because I remember we had a leak in our house, uh, our old house, and um, it was downstairs in the kitchen. You could just see. I saw a little speck on the ceiling, and that speck getting kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's when I realized we had a leak. And like trying to figure out where, where it was coming from, called a plumber, and it was coming from an upstairs toilet that like was on the other side of the house. There was a small leak, and the water was just kind of riding down one of the pipelines. And then when it got down in the kitchen, it, it fell onto into the ceiling there. But it was a simple little seal that he had to fix. There's a seal between the floor and the toilet, and that thing came undone. And that thing caused a leak. Yeah. So what if you don't do that seal properly? Next thing you know, you got a leak. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll stay away from it. <laughs>
<laughs> but I you, didn't do it. But that, I didn't do the leak. Are you going to go big? Because I didn't realize they were like, because my wife's uncle is, uh, he's a larger man. He's like six foot five. He's a big guy. So I, I saw his toilet once in the master bedroom and it's huge. It's big. They had different sized toilets for different sized people. Are you going to go big toilet, small toilet, average size toilet? Have you looked at new toilets? It's kind of exciting. I haven't really looked at them, but I just want one that, like, this one's very low to the ground. I want one, like, not so low. Um, and I want one, you know, when you go to a casino and they flush and it's like power flush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want one like that. Mine's just like, <laughs> that's mine. I want one that's like, that, that to me is like, wow, that's a flush. I don't want the gurgle kind. I want a really good, strong flush. You don't want any hesitation when you, when you pu- push down that, when you push it down, you want like a, like on an airplane, how yes. it's gone. But uh, is that in the toilet or is that in the water pressure? See, this is a reason I should not do change my own toilet because I don't know, understand that stuff. Someone just texted and said that wax seal is going to get you, Mercedes. What wax seal? <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. uh, that's just proving your point. Uh, this one says, my husband, the most unhandy of all husbands, changed three toilets in our house last year. No issues. You can do it. Hmm. Uh, now I'm now I'm really wondering. I think I should try this. Or maybe I ask a plumber to come watch me do it to make sure I don't do anything like, wrong. Like your coach supervising. Try, you know what? Try Tuesday on location next Tuesday. We'll be in your house and you'll, be, you'll try to install a toilet. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to my husband about that. I don't know if he'll agree. All right. Finally, this morning, this seems very relatable. A woman's tweet is going viral when she, where she says she um, her son was, is sick. So her mom gave her a bottle of Vicks Vaporub. Well, the bottle looked old. So she checked the expiration date and it was 01-1987. This Vicks Vaporub bottle was 34 years old old people started sharing their old bottles of Vicks vapor rub and other vintage medications from their grandparents cabinets and their own then the makers of Vicks chimed in said that you should not use expired product because they couldn't guarantee its safety and effectiveness the woman said she didn't care if she still used it and it worked as expected she also confirmed that it hasn't been refilled and described it as single barrel aged <laughs> Vicks vapor rub I would have no if you gave me that Vicks and Vaseline I didn't realize that have uh, expiration dates. I have no worries using either one of those with an expiration date like that. I would still use them yeah. too. I, in fact, my mom, I, I'm guessing she has one, maybe not in the 80s, but definitely early 2000s. <laughs> I would fully expect her to have one in her, her medicine cabinet. We've got lots coming up next hour. We've got the dirt and Britney's engagement inspires others. And Kanye does a very passive aggressive move. Details right around 715. Yeah, Olivia Rodrigo, best new artist at the VMA. She won a couple of awards and uh, definitely not going anywhere anytime soon. It is seven o'clock, Mercedes in the morning. Hey, coming up uh, this hour, I've got a little, uh, I've got some news for you guys. We'll talk about uh, something that happened to me yesterday. Uh, if you saw the story about my dad on 9-11 that went viral, it was crazy. Um, I told you guys yesterday that I think I had a couple of leads. Well, late in the show yesterday, I got a, a text message from one of the Denver TV stations and they reached out to me and they said, we've been in contact. Someone contacted us that was in the car with your dad on that day. 
and here's her information. And I talked to her yesterday. So we'll talk about that coming up. I can't wait to hear this. Later on this hour, right around 7.30. I actually talked to her for about a half hour yesterday. Tears were shed. It was great. Um, yeah. So 7.30, we'll tell you what happened with that. It was a super great conversation. That was the whole point of your tweet? That you didn't, you didn't put this tweet to go viral? You wanted to find no. these people? And it happened to go viral. I'm looking at it now with 101,000 likes. Still climbing. Uh, <laughs> and I saw your tweet last night. Um, at, at some point when you said you heard from one of the people. That's incredible. I can't wait to hear this. Yeah, so we'll talk about that in about a half hour uh, from right now. I'll get you some some details on that. Have you learned anything over the past week or maybe the past month? What's that one little piece of knowledge that you learned? It could be something amazing. It could be something small. What is it? Share it with us. Share knowledge with us. 702-364-9400. Because I learned something over the weekend that I, I had no idea that this was the case. I was watching on Amazon. There's a, a documentary about the start of MTV. Some 40-some years ago is when MTV launched. It was a documentary about how MTV started, They came, how they came up with the concept. And they start the, the documentary, and they're interviewing... Do you remember the monkeys from, like, the... I think they were 60s and 70s? I remember come. I saw it. The t- there's a TV oh, show. Yeah. Yes. And then... Um, it was in reruns when, we, when yeah. I saw it. I don't know. It Was was it about a bus? Uh, no, that was the Partridge family that had oh, a bus. Oh, okay. Then the, no, I don't know the monkeys. the monkeys. No, I do know the monkeys. Yeah, they, they, when they were a band, they had a bunch of hit songs, and they had this TV show. I think became knowledge to us like in, in the late 80s because they started rerunning the monkeys on Nickelodeon and MTV for some reason. But anyway, so there was a guy in the monkeys. His name is Michael Nesmith. And, and at one point, he created this show, and the show was called Pop Clips. And he created this in the late 70s, like 1979. And it was a 30-minute, it was like MTV. They had, they had a couple of VJs, they weren't VJs at the time, but a couple of people that were introducing music videos. And he pitched this the show to Nickelodeon, and, and they liked it. Like, there's something here with this show. And actually, Howie Mandel was a VJ on his Pop Clip show, and, and had mild success. But then he eventually got together with the guys that created MTV, and they're like, listen, instead of making this a weekly half-hour, one-hour show, we think we can make this a network. We can do something with this. And they started pitching it to cable companies, and they're like, we can run with this. And at that point, Michael Nesmith is like, um, I don't think I don't think I'm ready for this to to, to run a full you know television channel. Um, you know, I want out, guys. And they bought him out, and he stepped aside. But it was Michael Nesmith from the Monkees that, in essence, created MTV. That's I never heard that. Like. Why doesn't he get the credit, though? I know, and because they they did they did buy him out, so he got he said he got a nice handsome payout for creating the pop clips and selling it to the people that created MTV. But he was there, and and and, and a bunch of the executives are saying we we called Michael, we're like we're ready to go, and he's like we're we're really doing this. Uh, I'm not huh. ready for this, guys. Take it away, and they did, and eventually became MTV, and and the successes of the show is I mean obviously we know MTV today, but I thought that was so fascinating. Uh, see, I don't know anything fascinating like that. The only fascinating fact I know, and everyone's going to try it now, is that it's impossible to hum while you hold your nose. Let's all try it. <laughs> That's not, I don't know what that was. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh, you reversed. Yeah, you start with I the hum, the hum and, then and then you go then to the I nose. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, it cuts it off. It's impossible to hold. kills it right there. That's my fun fact. (laughs) JC's got like a historical thing. I'm like, you can't hold. That's what I want. I want that little things that you got, Mercedes. (laughs) Share your knowledge with us right now. Jackie, what is it for you? What's your crazy fun fact that you know?
Hi. So yesterday I was scrolling through Instagram and the TSA Instagram site like shared a bunch of tweets that they did not even exist before 9-11. So how many of you have gone traveling and never even put together that TSA, which is such a known thing now, never even existed before 9-11. So who was screening us before? Like we were screened. You yeah. couldn't just walk through. Who was it? Was it just the airport? It must have been just airport security. It wasn't like an or a government organization. Whoa. It's, I'm trying to think screening pre-9-11. You would just throw your bag on the conveyor belt and walk through. You don't have to take off your belts and shoes or anything. You just walk through, right? Like, we put our bags through. We, we threw yeah, bag. you didn't take your shoes off or yeah. anything like it just, that. It, it was just, bags. You just threw it on. You just, you just walk through with all your clothing on. There's no issues. Huh. Wow. That's interesting, Jackie. Let's talk to Danielle. Danielle, what is it for you, your fun fact? Well, no, I just wanted to piggyback on that Michael Nesmith story. His mother invented whiteout, so he didn't really need the money. Oh, yeah. He's like, ah, forget this. I got white out. <laughs> but now he's like, no one's using white out anymore. The, the, the dude from the monkeys, his family had such a such an impact. They created white out. They created MTV. What else did the Nesmiths do? My gosh. Uh, that's uh, pretty interesting. Thanks, Danielle. That's uh, that's cool that you know that. Steph, you have a fun fact here uh, about the sky? Uh-huh. So, okay, is it just me? But when you look up in the sky, sometimes you'll see, like, dots. And it doesn't look, and it looks kind of, like, wormy and stuff. And those, I learned, are your white blood cells. Do you know what I'm talking about, or do I just sound crazy? Um, No, you don't sound crazy, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, when you look up randomly, like, let's say you're looking up at a light. And sometimes oh. when you see the light, there's, like, um, different dots. They're, like, kind of... With your eyes still shut? No, excuse me, I see the dots with your, my eyes shut. You see the eye. Okay, so when you look, when your eyes are open, do you see like random dots when you like the, look side to side? There are times where I do see that, where I see that those white dots. There's actually an episode of The Simpsons where Homer's trying to grab them. <laughs> <laughs> you see somebody can't get them. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, those random little dots. Yeah. Or they're like squiggly lines. Those are your white blood cells. Wow. I, I, I think, like, you mean like the, they're like clear? Yes. Okay, I kind of know what you're talking about. I see those sometimes. Like when I first wake up and my eyes are adjusting, I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Uh They're kind of microscopic. Like if you're looking through a microscope, they look like bacteria or germs. But really, when you look up, I've always wondered what it is, but I think I saw it on Uberfax or Twitter or something. That's interesting. Why blood cells? Uh, I know we haven't done it in a while, but we need to take this segment and do half-speed drunkies because all these little facts. Did you know that the dude from the monkeys (laughs) created MTV? Your humming thing? You can't hum without holding your nose. Getty just texted us. She says, dropping my son off at middle school, and he walks away trying to hum and holding his nose. (laughs) I bet he tells all his friends that today, and they all start doing it. Someone said, you cannot lick your elbow. That's true. I've tried that before. And I just... I just tried it again. I put my elbow up to try my it again. face. Can do it. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep trying that for forever. As long as someone says it, I'll try it again. <laughs> Coming up here in the dirt, Brittany's engagement. It inspires others. Details in about 10 minutes. Duncan Lawrence Arcade. It's Big 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It is Tuesday morning. One hour from right now. Around 8.15. We'll have Try It Tuesday. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Britney Spears got engaged over the weekend, and her giant diamond ring is all the rage for others that are looking to 
say I do. A rep for Forever Diamonds in New York, where Britney's fiance had the ring commissioned, says they received 500 inquiries Sunday following news of the proposal, with 95% of those inquiries being from people looking to purchase a version of what they're calling the Britney ring. I went to the website just to look at their uh-huh. stuff. I was just like very curious as to you know, how many carats it was and, and just what the setting looked like. So yeah, I could see that they're going to get a lot of inquiries now. And now TMZ says that Britney's camp is already working to get a prenup drafted. Britney's net worth is around $60 million. So Kanye West has unfollowed Kim Kardashian on Instagram. The two, they're currently in the process of a divorce. And there were reports that maybe they were considering staying together. She was kind of involved in the, in the launch of his album. But they're saying that this development might mean that talks have broken down about them staying together. And, I mean, he unfollowed her on Instagram. That's heavy stuff. What about her outfit last night at the Met Gala? I saw that thing. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> what the heck? That was weird, was it not? That wasn't fashion? That was weird. But at okay. the same time, part of me is like, can I have that? Because sometimes that's how I feel like I want to dress for the day. Just don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Just leave me alone. Let me walk around in darkness. <laughs> I'm I, here, but I, I'm not I here. was awfully fascinated by it. And Billie Eilish, she looked so pretty. I loved her whole Marilyn Monroe Barbie doll look. And Megan Fox. I'm pretty sure Megan Fox is a vampire. She is like just perfection. I don't I don't even, I can't find one flaw in that girl. Who's not she? that I look for flaws, but there are none to be found on her. She's stunning. It was Little Nas X dressed like C-3PO last night. Yeah. Yeah, he had a costume change in, in the middle of it. I'm fast. I think I was the only person that was at the Raider game last night that was scrolling through Instagram looking for Met Gala pictures. <laughs> I wanted to see all the outfits. I love that. Uh, Drake, man, Drake is just destroying the charts. Nine of the top ten tracks on the Hot 100. Nine of the top ten are from his new album, Certified Lover Boy. And that includes the number one song in the country, which is way too sexy. I'm too sexy for this girl. Too sexy for your girl. Right said Fred get anything from this? He should. I'm sure that he's got some sort of credits on it. Now, if you remove Drake from the equation, take Drake's album out of the equation, these would be the top three songs in the country. Justin Bieber and Kid Leroy stay. This song here, which is sitting at number six in the charts. You take Drake out of the equation, Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits would be number two. It was actually number 13. And then Olivia Rodrigo would be number three, but it's sitting at number 15 because of Drake. It's a great album. I mean, I don't know if it's nine songs out of ten, Greg, but that's, that's incredible. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish in common. They are not engaged, but if he does propose, she does not want a ring. She wants an apartment building. So Tiffany was a guest on Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes' and Will and Ed's podcast. It's called Smartless. And here's what she had to say. If he decides he wants to marry me, I don't want a ring. I want an apartment building. Because then... Does he know this? Yes, he's aware. He said, I'm crazy for that. I said, no, I'm not crazy. I'm smart. Because a marriage is a union of two businesses. Uh And the whole point of coming together is to grow yourselves, but also grow a family and make sure they have something to inherit. I understand her reasoning on that. I mean, it's like, okay, a ring is nice, but... Give me the deed. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. I, I I understand it. I don't know if that's going to signify love or a business uh, relationship, but 
Hey, man, whatever makes you happy. I just want to know who booked Tiffany Haddish on that show, because if, if you haven't heard the podcast, it's uh, Bateman, Hayes, and, and Arnett. And the concept is every week one of the guys has to bring a guest. And so let's say Will, Will Arnett is up. The other two don't know who it is. And so it's, it's every week it's a mystery guest for the other two guys on the oh, show. Oh, that's cool. So I don't know who, who brought Tiffany Haddish, but the other two people have to kind of guess. And it, it's pretty easy guesses and stuff. We're trying to figure out who the person is. Okay, we will have up next hour... We have tickets for you to go see Michael Buble. He'll be at T-Mobile Arena on Friday, September 24th. And we have those tickets for you right around 825. They're actually yours when you win. Heads up. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 730. It's amazing what can happen in three and a half days. Three and a half days ago, I put out a series of tweets because my family and I were talking about my dad. He passed away five years ago this year. And, uh, it, it, you know, th- for some reason, it's it's been hard ever since. But the five-year anniversary really hit different. I don't know what it was about five years. But it's just, I think it hit us all kind of hard. Uh, a lot of, for me personally, I feel like I've never really dealt with my father's passing. And I could certainly use some sort of therapy to talk to someone. But I've never really fully dealt with it. And so I, I carry around a lot but there's little things that come up that make me feel closure and and make me feel happy and telling the story about his uh, journey on 9-11 when he was coming back from Ohio on a business trip got grounded in Chicago and before he called his family he rented a van so that he could help bring people back to Denver uh, they were stranded in Omaha and no way to get back. And so we always told that story for the last 20 years. Just even, you know, when he was alive, we talked about it. And it just it, when he passed, it really made us happy to bring that up. So I sent out a series of tweets saying it was it would sure be nice to talk to one of the people in that van. Um, I don't know if we could find all seven of them, but even one would be great. So this weekend, I, I was shocked to see that those series of tweets go viral. And I'm so grateful to each and every one of you who's, who either liked them or shared it because it, it, it this wouldn't happen without you guys. I just I, I didn't think it would turn into this. So yesterday, towards the end of the show, I get a text from a, a television station in Denver that did a story. And um, let me find the exact text so I get the wording right. It says, um, hi, Mercedes, this is so-and-so with this new station in Denver. A viewer has reached out to say that she was one of the passengers in your dad's van. She'd love to get in touch with you. Here is her contact information. And I just wrote back, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. And he said, here was her original message to me. She wrote, hi there. I was one of the passengers in Emilio Martinez's van on 9-11. I was on my way to Chicago when we landed in Omaha. I saw the sign that Emilio held up and jumped right in to follow him out to the van. What a blessing he was. I was the last passenger dropped off at the Park Meadows Mall. My late husband drove up from our home in Colorado Springs to pick me up. I truly was very fortunate for Emilio to come along when we were in a world of hurt. And um, she wrote, P.S. I called her dad St. Emilio when I retold the story to others. So her name is Joyce and I we played a little phone tag yesterday but finally uh we were able to connect and it was we talked for about a half an hour it's crazy cuz she was just in Vegas like 2 weeks ago. No. <laughs> it's so weird. Um 
Well, hold on. Be, okay, so, go so, ahead. so what was what was the whole thing like? Because over the weekend, you mentioned you got some false leads. Some people said I was in the van, and you reached out, and no one said anything, and and kind of a bunch of a dead ends. I mean, what was that like? You know, getting that message and realizing this is a real deal. This is a really person. This is a person that was in that van with my dad. I mean, this is a part of your father's life that he shared with you. But and you said your dad kept in touch with some of these people, but you have never spoken to any of these people before, right? And, and what does it feel like? It was weird because I. I wanted to believe it, but part of me didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Part of me is like, I'm someone's messing with me again. And uh, so I, I called her. No, first I emailed her asking if it was okay if I called her. She wrote back right away, like, absolutely, call me. So I called, and it went right to voicemail. And so I was like, oh, man. So I left her a message. She called me back. Um, I didn't hear my phone ring. <laughs> she left me a message. <laughs> then she called again, and I saw it was her calling, so I answered right away. And my husband had the wherewithal to think, hey, uh, I'm going to record you talking to her just so you don't forget the conversation. So you have record of it. And you can share with your family, too, because this is, you know, your your brothers and everyone in your family, you know, has a piece of this story. So you can they can see that's very smart to film that thing. Here is a part of the conversation here. Let's see. Oh, now it's not playing. What the heck? sign just as you described and that's and it was just weird i went me the arm went up instantly and there was another lady and the rest were men and then i called my husband and i said you know there's this man with a sign (laughs) and he said he's going to denver and i'm gonna go in his car with him you know (laughs) this total stranger never met before but we're gonna trust him kind of like a pipe piper you know yeah it was just so funny she kept calling him a pied piper (laughs) follow me to denver i will lead the way Uh, are you videoing her is this a video call or just no it's just on speakerphone um here's another part that she talked about it literally when i tell people the story I always say, and we had a guardian angel that day because this gentleman had this cardboard sign, you know, and it wasn't even like it was just scratched on it. Yeah. Have a van, can take people with me to Denver. And it was like a, he was standing there. It was like a, and I remember this, like a magnet. And all of us just went right to him. It was just so neat to talk to her. Did she? Talk about the other people that were in the van. She tell you about the other people she that said, were in it. She said that there was only one other woman, uh-huh. and and she and the other woman sat in the back. And then she said the rest were men. But she she said she doesn't really remember them. Um, she I don't think she exchanged information with them. Um, and I don't think she was one of the people that kept in touch with my dad. But uh, she was just telling me how her she was talking to her family about the story, her son's girlfriend, I think she said, or her stepson's girlfriend. And they were talking about it on nine 11. And the very next day, the girlfriend saw the story and she said, is this you? And that's when Joyce saw it. It was like, Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is me. That the story is. Uh, so she didn't even see the story. No, the son's she's new like, girlfriend can you, can you sees you it. Yeah, this to me, and then she started reading up on it. She's like, "Yeah, that that is me." But uh, did you talk about like the uh, like the chaos of the day? Because there's, I mean, which just stands out to me is your dad. Your dad thought to do that, and and when it was just there was so much chaos, and we talked about this yesterday, just rumors and misinformation that was out there and stuff. But he, he you know. He thinks to get this van to get people back there. You know, we looked at it's like a seven, eight hour drive. They're driving back home. Did she talk about what went down? Did they play car games? Were they just quiet? Were they trying to get in? Inf- because now you're in this car with seven other strangers. 
the same time trying to get in touch with your family and then kind of soaking in what's happening with this national uh, tragedy that's taking place. She did. Um, she talked about, I don't know if this is the part here. Yeah, yeah. And, and he said, well, okay, just keep me posted, you know. And at that point, you're not thinking anything bad because the tragedies are out there, you know. And so all of us just followed him. And he walked rather fast. We were all <laughs> scurrying behind him. And he had this van. And this other lady and I, and I don't remember her name, we got in the back seat. And then the guys all got in after that. And we started driving. And nobody actually talked right away. We all just were numb. And he put on NPR on the radio. I remember that. Uh-huh. And we were listening to the stories of what was happening. And, and again, it was already, you know, a few hours later. And it it just, it was so weird, you know. You, you think about it and you just can't believe it. You can't. It was just, yeah, they didn't talk. And yeah. she, I guess they stopped for snacks, she said, <laughs> at one point. And um, they started talking about their families. But to hear it, to hear, this is the first time I had heard about that car ride. My dad didn't really talk about that other than, well, we talked about our families, but, it, you know, that was about it. And to hear her perspective, and it was just, I don't know, it was just such great closure. And I, I just can't thank all of you guys enough because it it wouldn't happen without all of your help and just passing the story along and ah it was it was wonderful the happy tears were shed i still feel happy i can't i can't wait to share the video with with my my mom and my brothers and sister and it was just it was really cool to talk to her and if we don't if get in touch with anyone else that's okay because i got in touch with her but what's crazy is she was telling me and i can't remember exactly who but um i think her her so her husband at the time he has since passed he passed into away in 2013 she has a, a new partner and i want to say his daughter lives here in las vegas she was saying like off of direct no I'm, like, I'm like you're kidding me i'm like so she lists she's got it she knows I, you I, I don't know if she does or not but um i was just like you're you're kidding me she's like yeah we were just out there and he said please when you come out again can we can we go get it uh, a cup of coffee, a glass of wine. She goes, I'd prefer the glass of wine. I was like, <laughs> I would too, actually. So so I'm going to be able to meet her at some point next time she comes out. And ah, it was just, it was just so nice. It was amazing. And she's uh, such a sweet lady. I really, really enjoyed talking to her. And could her voice be any more perfect? I, I mean, know. It's, uh, it is the perfect voice for the story, just the way she sounds. Like, it's <laughs> such a sweet, kind, and endearing person. Joyce. And it, she is a Joyce. I wouldn't want any other name or any other voice coming through that phone talking to you. That is very special. Oh, it was great. So thank you all for for getting the word out and for your support and just the kindness. And uh, hopefully this isn't the end of the relationship. And, and uh, it's just, it's nice to get in some closure on that one, you know? Yeah. Oh, Sometimes yeah. you just never have closure. And I feel like I got. It. And put in and filling holes, gaps in the story and stuff, just little tiny details like that. Listening to NPR the entire time, <laughs> yeah. stopping for snacks. Your dad walking fast to the van. Come yeah, on! And that's how he would at the airport. We could not ever keep up with him. I so I, when she said that, I knew exactly what she was talking about. He would just zoom through there, like, hold on, wait for us. It's so funny. Incredible stuff, <laughs> amazing. And um, so here's what I got up next is the hot three. 
What do you have lined up first for the hot three? Oh, we're going to talk about last night's Raider game. What a way to kick off the first official game in uh, Legion Stadium. Also, have you unfriended people during the pandemic? What's the number one reason why we have done that? And some Swedish parents want to name their son this name. But the government said, nope, can't do it. And they're standing by it. We'll tell you what that name is and what's happened coming up in the hot three. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Well, how about them Raiders? Last night, the Raiders took on the Ravens for Monday Night Football. It was the first regular season game at Allegiant Stadium with fans. Baltimore took the early lead, 14 to nothing, and a 17 to 10 lead going into the fourth quarter. But that's when things turned around. Las Vegas countered with two touchdowns with six minutes and four seconds left. The Ravens hit a 47-yard field goal with 42 seconds left, but Derek Carr's two completions then set up Daniel Carlson's 55-yard game-tying field goal with two seconds left. Well, the Raiders won the coin toss in overtime, took the ball down the field only to throw an interception in the end zone. Baltimore took possession but turned it over, and then Derek Carr threw a bomb to Zay Jones to win the game 33-27. to I felt like the Raiders won that game twice last night. Yeah, the, well, they did. And so the fans got to celebrate double twice. celebration. <laughs> Come on the field. Hey, guys, the game's not over yet. we got to review it. <laughs> and then the interception at the end zone. Like, oh, boy, is, this is how it's going to end. Uh, they, they get the ball back. They score a touchdown. They win the game. I mean, what a way to start things off at Allegiant Stadium. First time with fans, 65,000 screaming fans there last night. I know you were there, but just for us that were not there and watching it, you could just 
feel the power of that stadium. The energy was just coming through the television. It has to be one of the top 10 Monday night football games in the past 10 years. It was it was great. I had never been to a Monday night football game before, and I don't know if it had anything to do with the energy, but Monday night, Sunday night, Thursday night, that was a great football game. And Ice Cube was there, too, so uh, it was just like perfection all the way around. Did you know that he was going to be performing? Was I had that, was that no idea. Knowledge? I had no idea, but it makes sense. I mean, he is one of the OGs of Raider Nation. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't even know why I didn't even think that he would be – like, I, I thought he would probably be there, but I didn't think he was performing. I hadn't heard that, and so – it was so funny. All of a sudden, um, at the beginning of the game, they showed him that he was there. And I'm like, yeah, Ice Cube is there. But then at halftime, we're we're going to get something to drink. And I hear you can do it by him. And I'm like, wait, what the? And well, first I heard Too Short. And I'm like, wait, Too Short's here? And I go and look. And then there's Ice Cube. And they're both performing. And they're over by the torch. And I'm on the other end. So I'm like, I go, bye. And I start walking <laughs> that way. My husband's like, where are you going? I'm I didn't make it there in time. It was over before I could get over there, but it was so much fun. I was uh, hosting the Las Vegas Now yesterday, and Chris Matthews was out there, the sports guy for Channel 8, and he was talking to a bunch of fans, and he's going through, what are you looking forward to tonight? So the Raiders, Gruden, Eric Carr, just all football, football, football. They get to this little eight-year-old kid, and he's like, what are you looking forward to tonight? And the kid goes, the Ice Cube concert. Mm-hmm. And they come back to the studio, I'm like, Ice Cube concert? Like, is Ice... No one knew that Ice Cube was playing. Everyone's like, hey, what's he talking about? Is he scooping everybody? The little kid was uh, he the knew. one who knew. He knew. That, that little kid. Why couldn't I have known that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew her nothing about an Ice Cube concert last night. Yeah, so it was uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, lot, man, so much energy. Also, this morning, so 14% of people who are vaccinated say they have ended a friendship with someone who isn't. That's about one in seven unvaccinated people were much less likely to say they've unfriended someone in the past 18 months. Around one in six people who have unfriended somebody say they have ended at least three friendships since the pandemic started, but not all of them had to do with a virus. 16% of people who have dumped a friend said it was over politics. 15% said the person started dating or sleeping with an ex of theirs. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, And 12% said that they were gossiping about them. 7% say they found out that their former friend is just a big liar. (laughs) So those are reasons that we've unfriended people during the pandemic. Have you unfriended anybody in the past year? Not, no. And and not from the pandemic or otherwise. I have unfriended people, I'd say, within the past, like, mm, three or four years. And it, it was just because of, like, misinformation mm-hmm. and i was like okay no i'm good i'm good you talk like social media like social media feeds and stuff where it's just like yeah or like hatred mm-hmm. and stuff and i'm like no i'm not here for this i mean i i don't even like facebook why am i here anyway but still facebook's a great tool to wish people happy birthday yeah that's what that's i use it for it. i'm on there every day to wish people happy birthday <laughs> all right finally this morning sweden's government has told new parents that they cannot name their baby after Russian President Vladimir Putin. A couple from the town of Lahom had submitted Vladimir Putin for approval as their son's name. Now, the nation's tax agency has to approve the names chosen for newborns, and there are rules. Now, the name cannot be offensive or at risk of causing discomfort for the person. First names that are similar to surnames are also not permitted. The agency did not say why Vladimir Putin was rejected, but the data shows there are already 
1,413 males named Vladimir in the country, but it's not clear if there are any Putins. Another, uh, some of the other names that are rejected by the agency include Allah, Ford, Michael Jackson, Pilsner, Q, and Token. Now, as of 2019, the names most often chosen for new Swedes include Lucas, Liam, and William for boys, and Alice, Olivia, and Astrid for girls. Parents have successfully fought the agency's rulings in the past, um, allowing them to christen a little um, Metallica and a Google. Little little baby Google. I do like the I, I like the name Metallica. Like a little kid named Metallica. Come here. That's I actually kind of like that. Let's see who gets it closest between you and Steph. I just did the uh, Zaba search and typed in Vladimir Putin. How many Vladimir Putins do you think are in the United States of America? I'll say fifty-seven. Hmm. Let's go eighteen. Hmm. According to Zaba Search, there are five Vladimir oh, Putin's in the United States. <laughs> 57. <laughs> I don't know where I came up with that. I meant five. But yes, the seven, seven just kind yeah. of popped in my head. <laughs> Is that the last one there? Yeah, that's it. Eight o'clock hour, 825. Those tickets, Michael Buble, T-Mobile Arena on Friday, September 24th. We got them for you when you win heads up. That's at 825. And right before that, we have Try Tuesday. It's 94.1. That's El King and Miranda Lambert. And it is 8.02 Mercedes in the morning. I uh, That argument, it reminds me of a TikTok. Have you seen the TikTok where it, it uses this sound here? Let me let me pull it up here. Because th- when you said this, that's the first thing I, th- I thought of. Okay. Oh, my. Have you heard this song? No. Steph, have you heard that one before? That sound? I love that sound. Okay, so basically it's like, um, here. Sure, you can tell me anything. I won't tell anyone except my husband. Yes, I'll keep all your secrets. Except I'll tell my husband. <laughs> yes, I'll, my lips are sealed. Except I'm going to tell my husband. It's like, it, they. it's talking about how, it's just funny. You have to see it. I, I, I. I don't think it makes any sense if I just explain. No, I get it. it. I, it's very TikTokish. If, if if you if you tell someone a secret, do you just automatically expect them to tell their spouse, or do you expect them to keep it a secret from everyone, spouse included? I think that's where that TikTok comes into play here. Yeah, exactly. Or or your sister, or your mom, or something like that. I feel like that's when you tell someone a secret and they say, "Hey, please don't tell anyone. Don't even tell your wife." Do you do you keep it a secret from your wife, or do you tell her? I would probably tell her. Yeah, I would tell her. Even if they said, don't tell her? Because we have no we have no secrets. Now, it might be something they tell me that Laura wouldn't even care about. So part of me is like, I would probably get home and in the back of my mind, like, I'll tell her tonight at dinner or tell her tomorrow night. And I just kind of forget about it. But I don't have, we don't have secrets between each other. And she tells me stuff too. She tells me secrets about her friends. And if it's something going on with one of my friends, I'll tell her. But nine times out of 10, if someone tells me a secret, unless it's something such earth shattering that I think would affect her, I probably just forget about it. Or I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell her when I, when, when I eventually get to it. See, I, it, I'm trying to think. Like, I do tell Matt everything. But I have had friends ask me to keep things from him. And if they don't affect him in any way or me in any way, I just don't tell him. Mm-hmm. Like, there, I had a friend who, and I'm not going to tell the secret, but she had something that she's like, please don't tell anyone. Please don't even tell Matt. Like, I just, I, yeah. And I was like, okay. And I, and I never did. 
And now he's going to ask me today, what was it? <laughs> um, but I never did because it didn't affect him in any way. It was something personal about her. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. But I do assume if I tell someone a secret, I always assume they're going to tell their significant other. And so sometimes I may not be as forthcoming just knowing that this this person's going to tell their their husband or their wife. So unless I want them, to, don't want them to know, don't tell them. Yeah, and I like how you said it too. If it's going to impact their world or not, because I'm kind of I'm in that same same thought process. Someone tells me something, it's a big secret. But I know if I went and told Laura about it, she'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> how does that affect me? So those are the secrets that I'll get to when I get to it. But even even if it ever does come up, yeah, is, is that a given? If someone, if you tell someone a secret, do you assume they're going to tell their significant other? And if someone asks you not to, would you? Would you keep your mouth shut? 702-364-9400. But you were in that situation. I'm trying to think. I don't think I have been in that situation where someone tells me something very big and they say, don't tell Laura. I don't think I've been in that situation. I've been in the situation before where someone tells me something big and they follow up with it. Don't talk about it on the radio. I've had that thrown my way lots of times. That's a daily occurrence for me. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm I'm trying to think. I can't think of one situation where someone said to me, they tell me something, they, they follow up with. Don't tell Laura. I've never been in that situation. I've learned secrets before or something to happen. And my mind thinking, oh, my gosh, like they wouldn't want Laura to know this, but I'm going to tell her anyway. Oh, you tell her anyway, even though you know that they wouldn't want her to know. Like go back to a situation in D.C. There was we discovered some friends of ours. The husband was having an affair and I found out about it. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna. this is a secret I just learned. I'm not going to share. I'm going I'm to share that with my wife. And I did. I shared it with Laura when I got home that day. And was she, I mean, was it something that she was glad you told her? Yeah, she or? was. But I remember thinking too, I was like, this is going to change our relationship with these friends because finding out that we always thought this guy was like Mr. Wholesome, loved his wife so much. And then to find out that he had an affair, I mean, it changed the dynamics of the relationship. I could have kept it a secret from her and she could have thought, looked at the couple the same way, but I shared the, that information with her and, and it affected how she looked at that couple and affected me as well. So does, if you tell your spouse the secrets that your friends ask them not to, does that make you a bad friend or just a really good spouse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which do you want? But are you, a, are you a bad friend for doing that? If someone says to me, but I think like, let's say I say to you, JC, I, I want to tell you something, but please don't tell Laura. Please uh-huh. promise me you won't tell Laura. And then you're like, OK, now you're in this position and you're like, you tell her anyway, because she's your wife. But you're like, don't tell Mercedes. I told you, but blah, 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 blah. then does that make you a bad friend or should I just assume even though I ask you not to tell her, you're going to tell her anyway? I think it's going to be all subjective of what the information is. If you yeah. give me you give it this information, you say it, and and in my mind, I'm processing. Okay, if I told her this, would she be affected by it? Or would she care? No, she wouldn't. Then I'm not going to tell her. Like, okay, maybe it'll come in conversation a week from now or a couple weeks from now. But if it's something that like, oh, she should know about this because this affects her world, I probably would tell her saying, hey, Mercedes confided in me. Uh, you know, just keep this between us. This is what's going on. Good to know, <laughs> Ingrid. Good morning. Good morning. What do you think? I think that you should automatically assume partners are going to know. I've had many occasions where I'm FaceTiming someone that is married, and I'm not. So whether I'm putting them in a situation that's maybe uncomfortable, I need to know if they're there, or putting myself in a situation where I'm going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Did we get it? In we time? got it. Woo! 
all of you listening online, you just got a nice little treat. Hopefully, uh, you. <laughs> so we apologize for that. And now our phones are turned off, and yeah. so the delay builds back up. And they, they switch. The delay used to be longer. Delay was shorter. Oh, really? I got it, though. Yeah, the delay was shorter, though. Oh, I man. I thought it was 20 seconds or 18. Was that 12 seconds? I, I looked at you as soon as it happened, and then I saw you, like, turn. <laughs> delay. <laughs> Haven't de- touched that one in a while, but yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got to be careful on that. But thank you for your story, Ingrid. <laughs> we appreciate it. It's I'm going to go tell my husband what you did today. <laughs> it's our secret. Don't tell our boss what yeah, went down please. today. Yeah, you guys, please don't tell our boss what just happened. We got it. Though. We should be safe. We are safe. We are safe. Coming up here at 8 o'clock hour, we got those tickets to go see Michael Buble. Those are yours right around 9, 925, 825. The concert's on 924. A lot going on there. But up next is Try It Tuesday. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. This is, was a, like a last minute audible that we made. We had a different Try It Tuesday all planned. And then yesterday, Steph got something in the mail. And she's like, do you guys want to try this for Try It Tuesday? We're like... Yes. So, uh, first of all, how you got it, we're going to have to talk about that, too. That's kind of weird. And that's all coming up next. It's Mix 94.1. Outside of Drake, that's the only song that's in the top ten this week. It's the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber stay. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And it's Tuesday. That means it is time for Try It Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we try a trend. Maybe it's a food. Maybe it's something that's gone viral. We try it before you do, so you know whether it's worth the try or not. Um, This week, we called an audible last night because we had something else all set, ready to go, which we will do maybe next week or the week after. But Steph texted us yesterday. And you got a special delivery. What what happened? I did. I got a special delivery and me and my husband were confused because we are very good at like, oh, okay, this is coming here. My Amazon package is here. But no, we we were like, what? What came in? So it's a box. I'm opening it up and it's the flaming hot Mountain Dew. And Mercedes, you have the the beautiful purchase. Yes, it's not even a purchase. It was sent to me. And this is where I got confused because I did not send over my address to Mountain Dew. I've inquired to their publicity people. I have signed up for the Dew's letter. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do the Dew. Do uh-huh. the Dew. Yeah. And uh, when I, I was like, did I put in my home address for the newsletter or the Dew's letter? And it doesn't say that I put in my address. It just says first name, last name, email address, date of birth, and zip code. It did not give my full address, but I came home from the Mountain Dew Ferry and he dropped me off the little present. Okay, so so we got, yeah, the flaming Hot Mountain Dew. They tracked her down and now we're going to try it today. Now, if you haven't heard of this, this is their first ever beverage to combine the sweet citrus dew with a new spicy goodness. That's what they say, okay? So it was available starting August 31st. They say... You know, Mountain Dew says they have a rich history of experimenting with flavors and finding flavors that they their fans love. So they really wanted to develop this flaming hot beverage. Now, my question is, when you when you say flaming hot, I think of flaming hot Cheetos. So I think of like savory spiciness. Is, is this savory spiciness or is it like cinnamon hot? 
Hmm. Do, you, do you guys have any idea? Did you talk about one that's something with the Cheetos, the hot Cheetos mixed together? This is it. This is the one. With this that, is the so, one. So it should, should taste like we're drinking Mountain Dew with after hot just Cheetos. ate some hot Cheetos. I'm I, just hoping they, they're throwing, you know, they're throwing us off and then it's going to be more cinnamony. I, I picture the when you eat hot Cheetos and you have like the flakes still left over on mm-hmm. your fingers, uh-huh. that those flakes are a part of just mixed in with the Mountain Dew. That's what I envision. Okay. So let's give you some details on Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. All right. So this... Uh, uh, size can here. This is a 16 ounce can, 220 calories for the can, uh, 59 carbs, 59 grams of sugar. So it's got the it's got the kick um, and it's got a lot of sugar in it. But we've divided up the, the, the can here and we're going to try it. I'm telling you right now, I am not looking forward to this one. So would anyone like to volunteer to go first on this one? Because I do. I, I prefer not to. Steph's is Mountain Dew reached out to you <laughs> at your house. <laughs> at at your house. Ha- listen, people, this is not the radio station. They sent it to your house. That's what I thought. Maybe they sent it to my, because on my email address, the, the radio station address is on there. But no, it was my home address. But... I think you should go first then. Okay, okay, come on, Steph. Take a drink. Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. So just from the smell, it just smells like normal Mountain Dew. Okay. Oh, oh, we're streaming live on Facebook right now in case you are near it. (laughs) Hold on. So the initial taste was really good. It's tasted like a like a cherry ish flavor, like very sweet. But then the aftermath. Oh, my God. Hold on. She's going in for a second drink. Yeah. I just needed to confirm my taste buds. It tastes like the flaming Hot Cheetos. Oh, no. It does. Oh, I don't want to taste I it. I get the sizzling uh, hotness after you eat a hot Cheeto. After you drink it. But the first initial taste, sweet. Afterwards, little kick. Oh. Little kick. <sighs> Nothing you can't handle, though, Mercedes. JC, I don't know about you. I just, I, I know it's not going to be spicy for me. Like, I can handle spicy, but it's more, like, disgusting. Like, flaming Hot Cheetos and Mountain Dew mixed together just does not sound appealing. It's, it's good. Like, it's, I like it, though. It's it, good. You give it a thumbs up? I, I would give it a thumbs up, but I don't know. We'll see how you guys kind It's of like the Jones soda that I would have at Thanksgiving time when it's like mashed potatoes. Yeah. You love mashed potatoes. Who doesn't? They're great with gravy. But when you drink it in a soda form, it just tastes weird. That does not sound good. Um... Do you want me to go or do you want to go, JC? You know, I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll go. I'll go next. You can put off your your. Oh, oh you'll longer. go. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. I'll take a big swig. Mountain Dew. <laughs> is, it ah, is it bad? It comes up. No, you feel, yeah, you feel it. Let me take one more swig here. You get the dew first. I, yeah, I, I'm optimistic because you're both going in for second swigs. Yeah, it's not, it's if not it's bad. that bad, no. I would think you'd be like, okay, then no more. It's, it's spicy. Uh. <laughs> I'm nervous. It's just funny. You swallow, you get the dew. <laughs> right? It's the aftermath. And then it comes back up. And it comes back up. You get a double punch. I love this. It's so weird. You oh. taste the dew. Ooh, you think, you think you're clear? And all of a sudden, it's like, uh, here's. I, I don't taste the Cheetos. I just taste hot. I just taste spicy. Is it like cinnamony spicy? No, to me, it's like, like hot like sauce spicy. Like chili yeah. pepper spicy? Okay, Woo. here goes nothing. And I, all I've had is coffee, so this is going to do wonders for my stomach. <sighs> I'm so excited. Okay, here we go. Oh, gosh. Okay, here we go. I feel like the tingling in my nose. It's not bad. It's actually good. Cool. It's Did you, good. Do you taste the dew first and then you get the second punch? I, you know, I only tasted the dew. I'm going in for a second swig here because I don't really, I didn't really see anything spicy, but I did feel something in my nose, like almost 
like I wanted to sneeze. Um, and the actual liquid, if you guys are on Facebook Live, it's red. Oh. Like it looks kind of like orange soda, but Mercedes, pound it, finish it. I just tried. I just chugged it. Chug it. You got like to chug it for the real punch. And I don't taste the spicy. I've, oh. I I feel a tingling. I feel a tingling. It's good. <clears throat> it's good though. It. I thought it would be cheesy or something. Yeah, like, there's no cheese to it. No, no. It's, it's just spicy. It's it's not bad. It's it's a flavorful drink. Is there a drink that reminds you of this? I'm trying to put my finger on it. It tastes like something. It tastes kind of like orange crush a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then the kick afterwards. Yeah, there is like a weird Is your chest tingle. warm? My chest is a little tingly, yeah. Yeah, my chest is warm and I feel it right here too. Right in my throat. I, I do feel that <clears throat> yeah. also. I do. It's not It's not horrible, but I, 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 liked, I like this. It's good. I, I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs up for Flamin' Hot yeah, for me. Me too. Flamin' Hot. I think I would drink it with like a, like let's say if there's a Pepsi, Coke, and that. I would choose one of them. And then if they're not there, then, I mean, it's one of those things like, hey, uh, I only have this. Like, I only have the Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. I'm like, that's fine with me. I'm cool with it. I'm pleasantly surprised. Wait, Steph said she, drink, she would only drink it if it was the only thing to drink. It. Yeah. But that's still a thumbs up in her world. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Like, versus like, no, I'm good with the just water. Yeah, no, I'm no. craving a soda. I'm cool with the Flamin' Hot Mountain Dew. There's no, like you said, there's no cheese. I was expecting some kind of cheese. That's what to it. I it's thought. Just, it's just spicy. It's, it's good. You get the dew first, at least for me. I got the dew first. And then that second punch of spice. Uh, Andy says, seems like a party drink. What liquor would you put with it? On the count of three. One, two, three. Vodka. Vodka. Oh, no. What was that stuff? JC's <laughs> like, oh, there's no, many. Yeah. What was that spicy drink? Oh, Fireball. Get, fireball. Yeah. I mean, not like I know my liquors or anything. <laughs> um, Double shots and fireball in that thing. I, I think vodka would be a good mixer with this, but fireball, I think, would make it way too spicy. Yeah. Yeah. You got cinnamon in there, but I, I enjoyed this. I am surprised. I was fully coming in with a bad attitude on this one, and it was very tasty. I'm all tingly now. I'm kind of hot. Yeah. Kind of sweaty. I'm going to finish mine. It was so good. I liked it. How old was the caffeine? Did it say on it, on the can? Um, Let's see. It doesn't say ca- caffeine. Caffeine content. Oh, 72 milligrams. In one can? Yeah. It's a big can, though. Do you want the rest of it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, bring it, I'll bring it over for you. you can, JC's going to be wired. Red Bull. <laughs> Move away. Spicy hot Mountain Dew <laughs> wow. coffee. Oh, man. He's going to be bouncing off the walls in a minute. Tangling. Feeling good right now. Nice so, job, Mountain Dew. Yeah. Continue to send your stuff to Steph's house. We don't know how you found her house, but nice. way to go. Kind of nervous. Good looking out on that one, But, yeah, guys. send us anything we could do for Try It Tuesday. Appreciate you, Mountain Dew. That was great. You're an influencer. That's how you got it, Steph. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not an influencer at all. Well, my teeth hurt now. You influence me. I like it. <laughs> That's the only thing that matters. <laughs> so get your phone right now, and we want caller 20. That's 702-364-9400. You know our number. Be caller 20, and you're going to play Heads Up, and we think you might like this prize. Yeah, we definitely think you will like it. It is a pair of tickets to go see Michael Buble. He's going to be at the T-Mobile Arena on September 24th. And if you'd like to see him, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 is playing 702-364-9400. Maroon 5 loss. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, and we're doing 60-plus minutes commercial-free. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Hi, Jenny. Good morning. Good morning. You're caller 20. You're playing Heads Up. You ready to do this? All right. Uh, yes, let's do it. Okay, pick a category. We have two for you to choose from this morning. Do you want to go with Hollywood or safety first? 
Let's go with safety first. Okay. World First Aid Day was on Saturday. So these are all things that you would find in a first aid kit. Okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Come on, JC. We got this. All right. I like this. All right, Jenny. Here's the deal. We got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You don't get those tickets to go see Michael Buble. And we start now. You put these on your hands. Gloves. Yes. Okay. Let's say you have a splinter or something. You might use these to pluck a splinter out. Tweezers. Yes. If you have a wound, you would put this on top of it to cover it. Band-aid. Um, you would it's bigger gauze. than a, it's close. Uh, another name for gauze. You would wrap it around something. Um, mummies might put it around their head. You will pass on it. Let's pass on it. We'll pass on it. Okay. If you have, if you have a temperature, you would use this thermometer. Yes. You need to cut something. You would use these scissors. Yes. To get the the red out, you would put this in your um, visine. Is a type of what. Eye drops. Yes. If you're, uh, eye, eye drops. If you're sneezing all the time, you might take this. Allergy medicine. That is- yeah! Oh! Nice! You got wow. it! Congratulations! <laughs> My man, JC. Thank you, sir. J- Jenny, I love it. We got that J connection going on. The one we got uh, hung up on was bandages. I mean, it's a tough one to get around, but bandages was the one we passed bandages. on. Bandages, okay, yeah. You guys were so close. I mean, part of me was like, oh, I just give it to him, but I was like, I don't. You guys won anyway. Jenny it got matter. it done. Congratulations, Jenny. Tickets to Michael Bublé T-Mobile Arena. That concert is Friday. September 24th. We'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 825. And then next hour, a four-pack of tickets for you to the Disneyland Resort. We have those for you at 940. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Iconic was Olivia Rodrigo performing at the MTV Video Music Awards at the very end of that song. And she smashed the camera with her microphone. It was so cool. I want to do that sometimes. <laughs> Smash the camera. <laughs> it's Vix 94.1, 842 Mercedes in the morning. I don't know if you guys do this, or maybe maybe you don't do this to your wife, JC, or maybe she does it to you. Does she ever ask you to do something because she's too embarrassed to do it? Or she doesn't... Not that she doesn't want to do it, because, I mean, there's, there's like not wanting to do something because you're lazy yeah. or whatever, but then there's something that you... You don't want to do because you're just embarrassed. So um, the other day, my husband was talking about something. It's, or my husband was talking about someone, and I realized I had texted them a question like a week before, and they never responded to me. They mentioned this person's name, and I looked, and I'm like, they never responded to my text. I'm like, hmm. I go, hey, um, you is so you've talked to this person? He's like, yeah, we're we're texting right now. I'm like. I texted that person a week ago. They never responded. He's like, oh, maybe maybe it just got lost in their text. That's happened to me before. I go, will you, will you ask if they're mad at me? He's like, why don't you just text them back? I'm like, because. What if they are? I want you to ask. And he's like, I don't, I, don't make me get in the middle of this. I'm like, just please, just ask. So I, I said, can you just ask if if, you know, he got my text? And so he's like... Hey, did did you get Mercedes text the other day about blah, blah, blah? And then he wrote back. He's like, oh, my gosh, sorry. And then he writes, then I get a text back. But it's so funny because I was too embarrassed to just confront it myself. So I asked him to do it. Do you ever ask your spouse to 
to take care of a situation because either you're too shy or you're too embarrassed to do it yourself. 702-364-9400. Like, you you texted with this person a week ago. No response. You could simply just said, hey, did you get my message? Everything cool. But instead of doing that. I asked Matt to ask him. You go around about how Matt do it. (laughs) Or or if if there's an issue, like let's say we buy something at the store. Let's say I buy it. And it it breaks or something, and we gotta take it back. We're like, hey, will you take this back? Because I don't, oh, I don't know what to say. And he's like, well, just take it back. Tell him it broke. I'm like, you're like, yeah, but you're so much better with that stuff. And he's like, I, I'm not better. It's just you don't want to do it. And I'm like, no, that's not it. I just get embarrassed. I don't know what to say. Like, hi, this broke. <laughs> take it back. <laughs> but he does it so well. Does anyone ever? Uh, does anyone else do that with their spouse? Please tell me I'm not the only one. My wife will do, will do it with us. It's like the like the call down. Let's say you check into a hotel or something and there's just something that's off it's 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 manageable but it's off like maybe there wasn't a bar of soap in there or something i don't know and we need it my wife's like we should you should say something like why do i have to say something i don't care there's no soap in the room she's like well they should know there's no soap in the room like you want me to call down there she's like yes call down let's know "Ah." (laughs) hi uh this is mr fernandez in uh, room 202 and um there's no soap in the room (laughs) No, 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 we don't, we don't need any soap. We, my wife brought soap. I just want you to know that uh, there was no soap in the room. <laughs> yep. Just, we don't suggest. want you, just so you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like, what? Why did I have to do that call? We have our what own soap. What was the point? And you know they're talking crap about you afterwards. Like, so the dude just called to tell me there's no soap in there, but he doesn't want any soap. He just wants us to know. Oh, so my. now do we all know there's no soap? <laughs> I remember we went to Hawaii uh, for Thanksgiving years ago, and we reserved a Jeep. And my wife thought it was a soft top, but the top down in Hawaii but the place we got to, they were all hardtops. It was a sea of hardtops. They had no soft tops. And my wife was just, she was, she was in a mood. She was dealing with a couple of things. And she was very angry that there was no soft top. And I remember her like getting in the car and, and the rental agent was out there, walked us to the car and she's like, ask him again if there's no, there's any soft tops. I'm like, look, there's no soft tops out there. We, they don't have any. She's like, ask him again. And the guy was right there. And I turned home and like, he could see it in my eyes. I'm like, are there any soft tops? <laughs> He was just so sympathetic. He's like, no, sir, I'm sorry. There's no soft tops. We just got a text that says, my ex-wife always had me ask for deals because she was too em- too embarrassed to haggle. Oh, my gosh, I'm the same way. I'm like, hey, ask how I can get a deal. He's like, why don't you ask? I'm like, God, just ask. Can we get a deal? Yeah, sure, we could do that. I'd be like, told you. Does Matt ever ask you to do something then? No, no, he doesn't. Uh, I, unless it has to do with the girls. Because he says they listen to me more than they listen to him. He says when he asks them to do something, it goes in one ear and, with, and out the other. Mm. And I have to say, he is kind of right on that. But if I tell them to do it, it's done. It's like, it, he's like, I've asked, I've asked the girls three times to unload the dishwasher. Can you ask them to? And I go... Who's going to unload the dishwasher? They both get up and start doing it together. You're the, you're so the voice. I have to do it in the house. Uh, this text says, my husband and I get very a, a very particular drink at Starbucks. And when they mess it up, I just say, oh, I'm sorry. These are for my boss and I need them the right way. Otherwise, he won't drink it. It works without confrontation. There's a life hack for you. That's good. Blame it on someone else. Steph, do you do that with James? Do you make him do the stuff you're too embarrassed to do? Oh, all the time. It's mostly in the kitchen, though. It's like, I can't open this jar of pickles. Can you please do this for me? And he goes, gosh, every time. With phone calls, it's like stuff with the bank or bills. He goes, I need you to call because you're the only one authorized on this account. Like, can't you be the authorized person on this? I don't want to talk to the teller. I don't want to talk to the banker. So now you, what you guys do is you take a field trip down to the bank. You're like, he's the authorized one now. <laughs> Bye, later. Yes, exactly. And then he does all the phone calls for me. But oh. he's like, 
your student loans are coming up. You got to call your student loan person. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to do this stuff. He goes, you got to learn, babe. You got to learn. It'll be great. It'll be fun. You got to teach our kids one day. I'm like, can't you do that, please? Oh, yeah. I don't want to deal with anybody. If the phone rings, even if it's my cell phone, it's a number I don't know. I give it to him. Pick I'm like, will you answer this, please? <laughs> Doorbell rings. And he's like, hello? <laughs> I'm glad to know I'm not the only one on that. I really <laughs> I feel bad sometimes. But, you know, he does it. He's good with it. That's therapeutic. We all do it. That's nice to know. You're not alone on that one. Next hour. All right. So 940, you want to be here uh, if you want to go to Disneyland because we have a four-pack of tickets for you to the Disneyland Resort. And then up next is the Hot 3. So what do you have for us? Okay. A new study says it's not how much you eat, but it's this. This that causes you to gain weight. We'll tell you what it is. Also, do you order things off of Instacart? Well, here are some of the things that you're doing that is making your Instacart shopper very angry. And what are signs that your relationship has gone from meh to serious? We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Marshmallow Jonas Brothers, leave before you love me. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Now, if you think overeating is how people gain weight, apparently you've missed the mark, according to a group of scientists. A new study shows processed foods and rapidly rapidly digestible carbohydrates may be what's really behind society's growing waistline. The USDA's current dietary guidelines for Americans for 2020 to 2025 says that losing weight, quote, requires adults to reduce the number of calories they get from foods and beverages and increase the amount expended through physical activity. The study authors say this doesn't work now because of the amount of highly tasty, heavily marketed, cheap processed foods infused worldwide. The foods tend to cause hormonal responses, which change your metabolism, usually downward. Uh, One change with the junk food is insulin that is produced when it should not be. So they say the key to actual weight loss is not eating less, but it's actually ditching the processed boxed foods and eating more natural stuff. So eat right. Yeah, just eat clean. It's, it's like, yeah, clean, clean is key. All that other stuff. It's just uh, it's not only messing with your with your diet as far as, you know, digestion and stuff, but it's messing with your hormones mm-hmm. too. And that's, that's not good. Something we were talking about is uh, we talked about water on the show the past couple of weeks. And last week for try Tuesday, we did that water challenge. Where we tested all these different waters and I was thinking about you last night and it actually kind of ties into one of your upcoming stories. Uh, I've been dehydrated a lot for the past like week and I can't figure it out. I'm trying to figure out why am I dehydrated? I'm thinking of everything. Diet has nothing's changed with my diet. All's the same working out. Everything's the same. Work is the same. Like what has changed? And I realized what has changed is my water. Because about, I always drink Arrowhead, and, and you just can't find Arrowhead right now, like the 24-packs, so I switched to just purified water, and I remember last week you saying purified water, it, there's no, the minerals and all the good stuff in water is taken out of that stuff. Yeah, they say it actually pulls those minerals out of your body, because it's looking for it, and so when you drink, like, this this water that has those minerals in it still... Your body is satisfied with it, and it keeps it. But when you drink the heavily purified water, it just sucks it all out. That's what I'm thinking. That I've been de- I've been starting to get dehydrated. I'm drinking this purified water. I would I would pound a bottle of water. 
I would still be thirsty like an hour later. So so last night, I'm like, I need to get some like some spring water, some good water. So I jumped on Instacart and did a full Instacart uh, to the house. But one of the things I changed last night was my water because of our conversation. Yeah, you should watch uh, if you're if you want to learn more about like water and the properties of it and how a purified water we. We're brainwashed in America to think that purified water is the best kind of water, and it's really not. That <laughs> you should watch the second episode of that Zac Efron documentary on um on Netflix. It's uh they go to Paris and they talk about they talk about water and they have a wa- water sommelier on there and he talks about like the best kind of waters. It's down to earth with Zac Efron. It's really interesting. It's it's a half hour. It's not that long. But I learned so much about water just from watching that. Yeah. It was crazy. I think that was the difference. I've been drinking this purified garbage for the past two weeks. I know. I'm feeling it. I know. But th- we're tricked into thinking that, oh, purified. Yeah. It's mm. totally pure. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Fi- uh, fi- or also this morning, most more, more of us have groceries delivered now. And Instacart's a great side gig for a lot of people. But one guy who works for them posted a list of annoying things that customers do. We should talk about this later. What's what's something that your customers do that makes you so mad that we could learn not to do so we don't make you mad? Uh, Here are some of the things that Instacart shoppers say make them very angry. One is adding too many items after your order starts. They say one or two things extra is totally fine. It just gets annoying when people end up doubling the number of items that they want. Two is not responding to their texts. It's a lot easier on them if you keep your phone nearby to answer any questions that may pop up. And if it can delay things if you don't do that, Uh, just being too picky about replacements. They say be reasonable. Choose the option for no replacements if you don't want to have to think about that stuff. Uh, I guess one customer the guy had got angry because they wanted a pack of eight tortillas and they got a 10 pack instead. So they were very upset about that. Oh, my gosh. I know. Give me a break. Instacart, you got to have a little bit of leeway in there. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Bad directions or incomplete addresses. Dresses, enough said. Not tipping them. Now, come on, guys. Most Instacart shoppers make just over minimum wage, so tips are a huge part of their income. It's especially important for big orders. And then giving them a bad rating for no good reason. They're sent fewer orders if their rating drops, and it can take a while to get it back up to where it was. So don't be brutal just because your order was maybe a little light, late or they didn't find everything on your list. Like, be a little patient and, and send some love, you know? Yeah, give a nice, nice rating and it, I, that's key as soon as you place that order make sure you have your phone with you if you can if you're at a meeting or something you can't but it's always nice where you get that little update hey sometimes they send you pictures like i know you want an eight ounce they got a 16 ounce would that work sure let's go big yeah that's uh, i i'm guilty of not having it around me and then i'll open it and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> they were trying to get in touch with me i feel so bad uh finally this morning when did you know your relationship was serious a new poll found It takes an average of two years of dating before you know you want to be with someone long term. Couples were asked to name the moment they realized things were starting to get serious. Um, What what was it for you? The moment you realized things were serious. We started leaving stuff behind each other's places because um, we dated. Malar and I first started dating. We lived in separate apartments in D.C. and then she went back to school and we still continued to date long distance. But I would go up and visit her one weekend and I would leave something behind. And then she would come see me the next weekend, leave something behind. So when, when the leave behind started, that's when I knew, like, something serious here. We're leaving stuff at each other's places. Uh, I'm looking. I, I don't see that on here on the list. Some of the things, uh, number one was meeting your friends or a family member. Like, I never brought 
anyone I dated around them unless I'm like, okay, they could be around for a little bit. Not saying it's forever, but okay, you can you get the privilege of meeting my friends and family now. Uh, meeting your parents was a big one. Buying an engagement ring. Yeah, that's these are probably pretty serious at that point. I don't know I'm if we're serious. Um, hey, it's our second date. Will you marry me? Uh, labeling the relationship, like saying you're exclusive and not just dating. Uh, seeing each other more than once a week. That's what it was for me. When when Matt would call me and he'd call me, you know, once every couple of days instead of like once a week, then I'm like, oh, okay, I think he likes me. What's going on here? Uh, deleting dating apps like Tinder from your phone when you're like, I don't need this anymore, baby. Then that's when you know it's serious. And then when you text or call to say good night or good morning, those are the signs of people say that's when they knew things were getting serious. When did Matt finally meet like all your friends and stuff? Um, they met, he met my, um, my family. Let me think. It was around a holiday. Oh no, my, my came out here. I think it was for Thanksgiving and that's when they finally met. He took me to California and I met his family and I was convinced they hated me. Oh, especially his dad. But it turns out that's just how his dad was. And he actually really <laughs> liked me. <laughs> so, uh, that's when, that's when I knew things were really serious. I'm like, oh boy, I got to meet the parents now. Let's see how this that's goes. That's a big step when you finally yeah. meet the family. Coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour at 940, your tickets. The four-pack of tickets to the Disneyland Resort. It's Halloween time. It's back at the Disneyland Resort. And you're going. 940. You got your tickets. 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And then this is so cool. We have these Odyssey exclusive stations, which are brought to you in part by Macy's, Geico, and Coke Zero Sugar. I think they're so cool because we created them, uh, curated them ourselves. I've got an 80s station. I love 80s music. So my station is the 80s Revisited with JC Fernandez. And it's 80s hits. It's some, some obscure 80s songs. I'm constantly updating, deleting some songs out of it, and uh, you got to check it out on the Odyssey app. And Mercedes, you got a really cool station as well. I love the 90s, especially hip-hop and R&B, and that is what my station is all about. It's Mercedes Backyard Barbecue Classics, and it's so much fun. The 90s, 2000s, um, everything from Ice Cube, who you saw at the Raiders game last night, to Jay-Z, uh, Eminem, uh, salt and Peppa, like just everything you can think of from the 90s to, to the 2000s. So if you like that station, you got to check it out. It's on the Odyssey app, and uh, there's a ton of fun stations that you can check out. It's A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can thumbs up songs, thumbs down them, skip songs. It, it's a really cool setup. It's funny because um, I have a there's like I have one or two Rolling Stones songs on my 80s uh, station. They only had like two or three big hits in the 80s, so I got a couple Stones songs on my 80s station. But uh, for my birthday, my mom got me like this retro Rolling Stones t-shirt. It's from like their 1976 tour or something like that. And I was wearing it on Saturday. I went to see a buddy of mine to get my hair cut. And I walk in. He's like, Stones, 76. Was that a good show? I'm like, yeah, it was awesome. I wasn't there. It's a retro shirt. But it, what kind of music did your parents listen to? And were you into the music that your parents listened to? Because my mom, growing up, she loved the Rolling Stones. And that's how I got hooked on the Rolling Stones because I, you know, I thought those guys were so cool. And I found myself gravitating towards that kind of music because of my mom oh man i uh i remember my mom loved julio iglesias <laughs> he was like her favorite and i did not care for it honestly i was just like eh. my dad i liked his music he listened to like country music a lot of george Strait and reba mcintyre but then he also listened to some rock stuff or what would be considered rock like Back then, the Eagles, um, 
Steve Miller band I remember he would listen nice. to and I loved Steve Miller band because of him. Uh I liked my dad's musical taste. Not a huge fan of my mom's musical taste. That's so funny. What was your parents' musical taste and, and were you into that kind of music? Because my mom, she was the one and was ever in the car with my dad. He never had the radio on. If he did, he put a cassette in with like a Simon and Garfunkel and, and rock music like that. Um, but my mom was always Stones and then whatever like the current station was at the time. And so that's, I think, why I love 80s music so much because anytime I was around my mom or in the car, it was always the hot 80s station uh, that was on in the car. So just listen to 80s music over and over. That's, uh, yeah, that'll have a huge influence on on you, what you grew up listening to. And it takes you back, you know, those memories that you get when you hear a certain artist takes you back to that, that time when you're a kid. I wonder if my kids are going to have that, like, you know, in the, growing up in the 2000s and 2010s, if what they think of and I when I think of them growing up, what we listened to, it was a lot of Gwen Stefani, um, Fergie, Kesha. Uh-huh. Um, we listened to all the Nelly Furtado uh, and I wouldn't listen to my hip hop stuff because of the language. So I had to keep it somewhat clean. But then when you have a four-year-old singing London Bridge by Fergie, I'm like, hmm, maybe not. So <laughs> maybe this was not a good idea. She's going to preschool. She's like, my London, London, London. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. So when you were a child, this was uh, blaring through the house. The girls oh, my mom loved him. He was a sex symbol. My mom loved Julio too. So did my grandmother. You still talk to her about it? Next time we have my mom on, just ask her. If she still loves Julio Iglesias, she's like, oh yeah. (laughs) She loves that guy. He was a stud. And I was like, hey, do you like Enrique? And she's like, yes, but he's not as good as his dad. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so funny. But yeah, this reminds me of listening to this tape and she would would sway back and forth. Oh yeah. She was a fan. She was a Julio stan. That is for her. <laughs> 940, those tickets, Disneyland, we have them for you. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending Woo! on Mix 94.1? Okay, Raider Nation is trending this morning. Last night, the Raiders took on the Ravens for Monday Night Football. It was the first regular season game at Allegiant Stadium with fans. Baltimore, they took the early lead. 14 to nothing. Wasn't looking so good. Then they had a 17 to 10 lead going into the fourth quarter, but Las Vegas, they countered with two touchdowns with just six minutes and four seconds left. Well, the Ravens, they hit a 47-yard goal with 42 seconds left, but Derek Carr's two completions set up Daniel Carlson's 55-yard game-tying field goal with two seconds left. The Raiders won the coin toss in overtime and took the ball down the field only to throw an interception in the end zone while Baltimore took possession, turned it over, and then Derek Carr threw a bomb to Zay Jones to win the game 33-27. to I don't know if this is like a joke, but I saw a tweet this morning. I'm trying to find it. And they said that the only reason why Derek Carr threw that uh, that game-winning touchdown was because they couldn't find the kicker to go for the field goal, so he had no choice but to throw it. Is that true? They were all set to kick that field goal, and then the, the time was running out, so I think they took a, a five-yard penalty. 
No, they can't be true because the kicker was on the field. Maybe it was like an onion type of headline. That's yeah, because he, yeah, <laughs> he was on the field ready to kick the field goal. They had a uh, um, delay of games. So they got pushed back five yards. And then because it was on second down. And then Derek Carr and the offense came back out. And I remember the announcer was like, I think they're trying to get the five yards back. Instead, boom, they got a touchdown. <laughs> well, did you, I mean, was anyone else this way when Derek Carr threw it up? I was like, oh, no, because it was just so high up. And I thought, oh. Man, someone's the wrong person going to catch that. And then that, he was wide open and just ran yeah, right it right in. It was just crazy. Well, that, well that's like after the, when everyone thought the first touchdown was was a touchdown in overtime and, and everyone's celebrating. And then they, nope, sorry, uh, instant replay. It's not a touchdown on the one-yard line. And he tries to run it in and they stop him. And then they get that five-yard penalty. And you're like, oh, no, guys, what, what's going on here? And then the <laughs> interception, it's like you can't write this stuff. You can't. Yeah, it was just it was a crazy game in overtime. Raiders won. So that was a fun one. If you were there. Or if you were watching on on TV, it was it was a fun game to watch. Great way to kick off the Monday night football season. Also trending this morning is Apple event. People are anxiously counting down because at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Apple is expected to unveil its new line of iPhones today. Uh, industry insiders believe the company is going to roll out the iPhone 13 the AirPods 3, uh, Apple Watch 7, and new MacBooks that could be part of the mix, too. The California stream of the, streaming event is going to take place virtually again this year due to COVID. And finally, this morning, Hidden Valley Ranch is trending. They're celebrating Halloween this year with the debut of a Hidden Valley Ranch costume. <laughs> Starting yesterday, the costume, along with an add-on pizza costume, are available for purchase at the Hidden Valley Ranch Shop for 40 bucks for the ranch costume, 35 bucks for the pizza one. And for the trick-or-treater that is a fan of ranch, you may want to pick up some Hidden Valley Ranch Halloween treat size packets. <laughs> You're going through your kid's Halloween bags, trying to steal the Reese's, and then there's a ranch packet. I'm like, yes, score. I'm so excited. They say no tricks here, just treat-sized packets of creamy, delicious Hidden Valley Ranch. Give those Halloween trick-or-treaters a scary good surprise they'll never forget. Each order comes with 30 packets, and you can get them at HiddenValley.com, and that's what's trending. In just about 10 minutes, we got those tickets for you to Disneyland. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. Hi, Maggie. Hi. You are caller 20. Wow. I call every day. I'm so excited. Oh, now you don't have to call anymore because you (laughs) just won four tickets to check out Disneyland for Halloween time. Oh, gosh, that's so cool. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. We love it. Thank you. you Call us anytime you want. Who are you going to take with you to Disneyland? Um, my boyfriend, and I gotta find two other people. Oh. I, I have a feeling you'll you will not be short of people who will volunteer to go with you. <laughs> nice job, Maggie. Right. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll have more Disney tickets for you coming up later today. Sean Tempesta will have another four pack of tickets for you. Bye. 
It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us. Heather is on the way next. She just stopped in. She's back from Disneyland, and she brought me a piece of churro toffee. I am so excited. I said, will you please bring me back a piece? And she said, I have a special delivery, and voila, I'm ready to go. That's my favorite dessert at Disneyland. Just Enjoy FYI. it, baby. It That's is awesome. the best. So she is actually going to be giving away some tickets to check out Dua Lipa. The tour was announced yesterday. She's got your Dua Lipa tickets for you. Sean will have tickets for you to go to Disneyland. He'll have a four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to give away sometime during his show. So stick around for that. Right now, though, it is time for the line of the day. On the morning of September 11th, Mercedes' dad, his flight was grounded in Omaha. And that morning, El Jefe, he rented a van and drove seven strangers from Omaha to Denver. Mercedes has been on a quest to talk to one of these seven strangers, and thanks to the power of social media, she finally did. Here's a portion a portion of her conversation with passenger Joyce. And so all of us just followed him, and he walked rather fast, and we're all <laughs> scurrying behind him, and he had this van, and this other lady and I, and I don't remember her name, we got in the back seat, and then the guys all got in after that, and we started driving, and Nobody actually talked right away. We all just were numb. That's just amazing that you guys hooked up. I I still can't believe it. She uh, was the sweetest lady. We're going to meet up when she comes to Vegas again, Mm. and I'm just so excited to meet her in person. But it's all because of you guys. You guys who shared that story, I can't thank you enough. The power of the people, man. It's crazy. So thank you. (laughs) That's really cool. Thank you for sharing with that this morning. It's very special with your family. That'll do it for show number 1481 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.